0: for another edition of Laker Sports Talk. It's been a while. We've had some scheduling issues and uh, a wide variety of things going on, but uh, we're back again because district tournaments for baseball and softball are coming up and uh, a successful season thus far for Russell County Baseball and Russell County Softball. Of course, I'm your host, Zach Oaks today, joined by Derek, Aaron, and Derek, uh, You know, we've been off for a couple of weeks, but Big times coming up, so uh, we're excited as district tournament season is upon us. That's
1: right, Zach. A special time of the year uh, on the diamond. Obviously, a uh, baseball team doing well. As we record this, the record the baseball team twenty two and four, softball sixteen and eight. So, Zach, both teams uh, playing well uh, this season, and both teams earning the number one seed in the district tournament, which will be held. Here at Russell County High School.
0: Yeah, and Derek, before we get into this, I want to give a special shout out to uh, our sponsor for today's episode, BNM Welding. Our friends at BM, thankful for that uh, they sponsor the podcast. And Derek, uh, tell us a little bit about what BM does.
1: Well, BM Welding and Fabrication aluminum, steel, stainless steel, cast iron, cast aluminum. Uh, they deal with boats and trailers, ornamental handrails, ornamental entry gates. Uh, farm and heavy equipment, industrial fabrication, antenna tower tilt plates and rotor mounts, steel shooting, range targets, storm shelters, safe rooms, and exotic metals. They deal with all of those things, welding and fabrication. Uh, give them a call, 270-585-3955. They're located at 3524 South Highway 76 here in Russell Springs. You can also visit them online at b weldingcom Proud member of the Russell County Chamber of Commerce. That's BNM Welding and Fabrication sponsoring today's podcast.
0: So, th- big shout out to the fine folks at BNM. Whatever you need, they've got you covered, and uh, they're a proud sponsor of Laker Sports Talk, and we're glad to have them on. So, Derek, as we uh, jump into this discussion about district tournaments coming up, baseball is uh, the first one and baseball's going to start baseball district tournament is going to start uh, Monday so we're right we're right on the eve of that and uh, Russell County coming in as the top seed uh, also getting to host this year so a really a really perfect storm there you come in as a top seed uh, Russell County the heavy favorite in the district tournament uh, Russell County also you know looking to be a contender for the fourth region championship this year but it all starts here with the district tournament you got to you got to win those games first to uh, get to your ultimate goal Goal. So Russell County going to be uh, playing host to Metcalf County on uh, Monday, and Russell County, you know, swept both uh, swept uh, both matchups against Metcalf County this season. Uh, both games, you know, pretty heavily in Russell County's favor. But uh, overall, Derek, just a great a great season for the Lakers on the diamond, and we knew that coming in.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we did. And and you talk about Metcalf County, Zach. Uh, I think this will be the first time Metcalf County's been here this year. Both those matchups, I think, were played at uh, Edmonton. Had some uh, some scheduling issues pop up, and they just ended up playing both of those regular season matchups over there at Metcalf County. So this will be the first time that the Hornets have made their way to uh, Laker Field this year. Uh, but but you said it. Uh, Russ County Baseball we anticipated it coming into the year uh, and coach David Rex wrote uh, having his squad just ready to go. they've had uh, a lot of success been impressive both uh, at the plate and on the mound with, with several uh, several players with uh, very notable numbers and we'll go through some of those uh, when you take a look at uh, batting numbers, uh, Nathan Lawson, uh, 4.75 batting average as we record this uh, here today. He's got 10 home runs on the season, 36 RBI, 38 hits. He scored 26 runs uh, and 80 at-bats, been walked 10, 10 times. Got six stolen bases, and has just struck out uh eight times on the season so uh eight times uh, striking out out of 80 at bats and batting 475 with 10 homers you can't ask for much more there out of Nathan.
0: yeah you'll take that from uh a guy that you know bats in the middle of your lineup and of course nathan a uh you know you know high, with a highly sought after prospect going to go play at eastern kentucky next season and um just a great kid, and has been a valuable asset, uh, either pitching or hitting for Russell County this year. But uh, Derek, I mean, it's it's not a one-man show. This is a group that is. You know, strong from pretty well from top to bottom, and uh, that's been the that's been one of the key differences for uh, when you look at Russell County versus uh, a lot of other teams in the district and even the region. It's just that you know that one through nine in the batting order, you've got people who can make an impact that at, at just about every spot.
1: Oh yeah, you just go down and look at some of these uh, some of these averages. Four sixty eight batting average for Isaac Roy uh, comes in with twenty four RBIs. He's had eight doubles on the year. Uh, a couple of home runs uh, so another solid year from uh, from isaac uh, and again when you're batting up near 500 not much more you can ask of a player uh,
0: yeah and I, and isaac is one of those kids that um, utilized the extra year under senate bill 128 um, he was kind of young for his class last year and so he decided to stay back a year and come back and uh wanted wanted to that extra year of school and wanted to do that extra year of baseball of course You know, these spring athletes, Derek, lost that year due to COVID and so, um, you know, lost their season altogether. So, wanted that extra year, and he's really made the most of it. And uh, batting in that fourth spot for most of the year, Isaac's been a really key piece to that uh, Laker batting order.
1: you got Trey Stringer, who's been batting uh, very well, 371 average. Uh, He's got, uh, of course, the one home run, which was a grand slam earlier this season uh, in a game we broadcast on Laker Country. Uh, so he, he's doing an excellent job at the plate. Nick Aaron, another one, 346 batting average. Uh, taking a look, he's got uh, 13 RBIs. Uh, Trace had 16 RBIs. Aiden Annell, uh, batting 288, so up near the 300 mark there. Aiden, uh, another fine year for him. He's got 17 RBIs. Uh, he's batting way up there in the lineup. In you know, the last game we broadcast, he was the uh, number two hitter. So he he's improving each time out. Bryce Cowell, 276 hitter. Uh, Evan Hammond, 266. Uh, Landon Walters, 263. Max and Gosser, uh, batting uh, 258. So all these guys, uh, you know, batting well. Uh,
0: yeah, you love the Lakers this season. You love to see those. You love to see all those uh, all those players batting above that two hundred and fifty mark. Yeah. Uh, d- you know that's kind of like an area you really want to see your players at. So you've got you've got a lot of kids that are batting up above that, and some even well exceeding it. But this is a, this is a good this is a good offensive group. Um, like I said, just from from top to bottom, uh, a group that played r- really well this year, hit the ball well, uh, been able to score a lot of runs. Uh, of course, like every team, you know, they have their ups and downs at the plate. But, uh, Derek, that's also, too, where, you know, your pitching and defense comes in, and yep. Russell County's done really well with that this year.
1: Yeah, they have. And back to the uh, back to the batting, they've hit 19 home runs as a team this year. Of course, 10 of those have been Nathan, uh, Isaac has uh, two, and you spread the wealth around uh, Trace, uh, Evan, Bryce, Aiden all have one. Uh, Max and Gosser has one. Uh, Mays Gosser in some limited uh, time this year has two home runs. Uh, So, you know, they're spreading that around, Zach, with uh, 19 home runs. So uh, if you've gone out and watched the Laker baseball team, you have seen some fireworks this year uh, there from the plate. And on the mound as well, they've had a lot of success. And it it starts with their, uh, their pitchers. 1A and 1B, as Coach Rob Clark uh, referred to him as the other day. Uh, Cody Luttrell, Nathan Lawson. uh, What a one-two punch right there, uh, Zach, at the high school level.
0: And if you ask me, you'd be hard-pressed to find another team in the fourth region that has as good of a one-two punch pitching as... uh as Cody and Nathan I mean I mean those two guys come in you regularly see if you if you pay attention to uh, our website lakercountry.com, you see the you see the sports stories that come up you regularly see uh, Nathan or Cody either one uh, striking out double digit batters in a game um, no hitters shutouts I mean uh, those two have been those two are two of the best in the region and Russell County's really fortunate to have both of them on the team Cody Luttrell Zach
1: a earned run average that is just tremendous uh, on the mound right there he's pitched as of as of this recording uh, 50.2 innings Uh, he's struck out 102 batters zach while only allowing eight walks that is unbelievable.
0: So you're talking over 100 strikeouts in 50 innings. That's, you know, about two strikeouts in innings.
1: <laughs> and, and just look at the control there, just eight walks on the season. He's pitched, you know, 50 innings and only allowed eight walks. He's got nine wins, one save, no losses this year. Uh, Cody, the, the big big lefty on the mound, has, has just been tremendous, only given up 27 hits and 11 runs. Uh, all season long. So just a tremendous uh, effort on the mound from him this year. And, and Nathan, uh, you take a look at his numbers, equally as impressive. He's 7-2 and on the season with a 0.86 earn run average. That ERA number is just uh, jaw-dropping there when you look at that. Uh, he's pitched 49 innings. Um, you take a look at his strikeouts. He's struck out 95 uh, batters on the season, just walked 15. Uh, and just giving up 10 runs so in 25 uh, hits on the season. So uh, Nathan and Cody both just unbelievable numbers there uh, at the top of that uh, Laker pitching rotation.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you, you know, Again, I can't reiterate this enough. Those two are two of the best in the region, and there and there's some really good pitchers in the fourth region. But I'd be willing to bet uh, David Rexroat and Rob Clark would put those two up against anybody. But on, outside of them two, Derek, you have some other guys who have came in and uh, provided some valuable work on the mound. You look at guys like Nick Aaron has come in and uh, had some good pitching outings. Uh, Aiden Annell has done well in some in, in some time on the mound. Uh, You've seen Evan Hammond come in and pitch a little bit. Yep. Um, they've got they've got a number of guys. You know, you have your two aces, but you also need to have those other guys who can come in and you know put forth a solid start or put forth some relief work. Uh, it's good to have an, a number of those guys that you can use in a variety of scenarios to make sure you don't wear your other guys out.
1: That's right. And in, in the three you mentioned have been primarily the three uh, from the bullpen that the Lakers have relied on. Uh, Nick's pitched uh, just over 21 innings. Evan's pitched 17, and Aiden's pitched 13 uh, on the season. Uh, 2-1 record for uh, Nick with one save. 2-0 record for Evan. And uh, Aiden with a 1-1 record uh, on the season. And, of course, Nick with a 1.64 ERA, just terrific there as well. Uh, Evan with a 2.06 ERA, and and Aiden with a 4.31. Some other players... uh, getting a little bit of uh, action on the mound uh, Aiden McGowan, Max and Gosser Trey Stringer, uh, Camden Carpenter and uh, Adam Walters at some point this season they've all seen action there on the mound but primarily it's been those three uh, you know, uh, backing up or coming in to relieve either Luttrell or Lawson on the mound.
0: Yeah, and you talk about guys like uh, Aiden McGowan or Adam Walters or some of those. Uh, those are young guys who yeah. their time's coming, but uh, it's good to have them get a little bit of experience here and there. Uh, they're, just, they're just not quite at that point yet to take on a major role, especially with the guys ahead of them. Yeah. But, but it's good when you can get those guys in, get a little bit of experience, kind of get a little bit of a taste for uh, what it's like to pitch at the varsity level, and then and when their time comes when these when these players graduate it, they're they've, they're they not being thrown into something totally foreign
1: yeah yeah when, when Cody and Nathan are there on the mound you, you really don't want to mess with that a whole lot the way they've been the uh, way they've been uh, throwing the ball this season you know, you just let them do their thing.
0: Yeah, and two, and two, I mean, I mean, workhorses that will that will go out and pitch you a complete game if you need them to. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you don't you don't really when those two are on the mound. A lot of times you don't even have to worry about throwing in a reliever. You know, sometimes you see you know like the, like the other night uh, in Russell County's went over Green County. You know, Cody pitched six in, six innings, pitched six great innings, but. You know, you felt comfortable bringing in a reliever to kind of give him a little break in the last inning. You see some situations like that. But multiple times, those two have gone the distance on the mound. And as, as a coach, you love to have two players like that that can go out and pitch you a complete game. And you're just, you know you're going to have a game where – you know the other team may score just you know one two maybe three runs and when when the other team's only scoring one or two runs you feel pretty good about your chances
1: absolutely and again russell county 22 and 4 on the season Uh, just a tremendous year uh, so far for the lakers uh, as they uh, finish up the regular season and then head into the district tournament uh, next week at Laker Field.
0: Yeah, again, district tournament uh, starts Monday night at 5.30 at Laker Field, Russell County versus Metcalf County and then of course Cumberland and Clinton County will play in the in the following game, either at seven thirty or thirty minutes after the first game. However, that kind of uh, folds out with district championship being Tuesday night, May seventeenth at six p.m. at Laker Field. Of course, Derek, um, you know Russell County, you got that top seed with a five and one record in the district. Their lone loss, a three to two uh, upset, upset loss to Cumberland County. Uh, it was that was here a game that you know David kind of said, you know, we just we just we just didn't come out and play tonight, um, and and that happens. But it seems like since that loss, the team has really kind of woken up and uh, played really good baseball since then. Uh, Russell, like I said, Russell County is going to come in as the heavy favorite the sixteenth district championship. It's almost become uh, it's just a regular thing. Russell County baseball sixteenth district champions, and that's something. And that's you know just another testament to the kind of culture that. Um, the the Laker coaching staff is instilled.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean you come into the year every year now not really thinking a whole lot about that district crown, but your eyes are focused toward that regional championship and uh, while
0: you, while also knowing that you've got to win that district to right. get there. Yeah. But you but you know, when you when you've done this over and over, you know, it's it's easy to get complacent, but I, I think they do a really good job of making sure that they know that to reach their ultimate goals, they have to take this step by step and and go ahead and get into that uh, mode of we've got to win the district and then we're going to compete for the region. But they never get caught looking ahead, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's just a real testament to that. But, uh, like I said, heavy favorites, uh, it'd be it, in any other result than Russell County winning the district championship would be a surprise,
1: yeah. I agree,
0: and um. So with that, Derek, we'll uh, transition over to softball, where Russell County again uh, on the softball diamond. Russell County going to come in as the top seed after an undefeated slate in district play this year. Been a uh, really good year on the softball diamond, a season, Derek, that started you know kind of before the season started. There was a lot of questions. Uh, of course, yeah. uh, Scott Jones was the coach uh, for the last two seasons. He kind of suddenly resigned and all of a sudden we're a month out from from the season opening and russell county doesn't have a coach yeah and uh <laughs> that's never a situation you want to be in but uh tanya rex has done i think a great job at stepping into that role of course you know we've talked about it tanya was very familiar with this group uh has co- coached them in the past and uh you know she stepped up to the she stepped up to the plate to use a <laughs> to use a softball pun here right. and uh just stepped up and said you know what this year i'll co- I'll coach this group you know i really love this group of girls uh i'm gonna step up and do it and and we're gonna make this the best season that we can and they've done uh you know had a great season like i said went undefeated in district play so they're going to come in as the uh one seed and thursday beginning thursday uh May nineteenth at 5:30 p.m., Russell County will host Metcalf County, uh, the fourth seed in the opening round of the district tournament. Uh, you know, Russell County won both matchups against uh, Metcalf County, obviously because they swept the district. But uh, Russell County going to come in as the fa- as you know, it's the one seed and going to be the favorite to uh, take home the district crown this year.
1: Yeah, again, softball sixteen and eight on the season. You mentioned that uh, undefeated district uh, record thus far and uh you know you take a look at some of their numbers they've been hitting the the ball uh, very well also uh, take a look at some of the uh, averages here we'll get them pulled up Emma Popwell uh, leading the uh, the way with a current 4.94 uh, batting average she's got 39 hits on the season three home runs a couple of triples 10 doubles and 17 RBI only struck out six times uh, Sophie Shear batting 488 uh, on the season. She's got uh, 41 hits, 14 RBI, nine doubles, uh, three triples, and one home run there for Sophie. Taryn Reynolds also batting up over 400 at 405. Uh, She's got 30 hits on the season, 23 RBIs, a uh, home run there for her as well as one triple. Uh, Jaden Mann batting 380, so again, swinging the bat well. And uh, take a look at other players. Uh, Maddie Hatchett batting 357, uh, 368 for Nevea Duncan, 333 Avery Hart. Uh, you take a look at some of these others. Peyton Kennett uh, from that leadoff spot where she's been most of the season batting 247. Uh, got uh, six stolen bases, eight walks uh, on the season as well. So just numerous players uh, hitting the ball extremely well for the Lakers. Uh, and then some young players who have come on and uh, really filled in the, the roles well this season, Zach. Uh, take a look at some of these: uh, Kara Kemp, Addy Davis. and O have been called on to, to play larger roles uh, this year, uh, and they're they're doing that quite well.
0: Yeah, and this is a group. Um, you know, we've kind of talked about it—a group that's got uh, four seniors, and they, you know that was one of the big reasons that Tanya wanted to come on and. Uh, Coach this team's final year is, is this group of seniors they've been through quite a bit of turnover and turmoil during wow. these four years um, you know playing for three different coaches the COVID you had the COVID year uh, so it's, it's been a it's been quite a wild ride for this group and um, but they but they've came together really well this year and uh, you know last year Russell County comes in as the two seed uh, in the district tournament, gets upset in the first round, um, and I know that I know that's got to be playing back in the minds of a lot of these players that that were on that team last year. Sure. Uh, you know, wanting to get back to that region tournament, and uh, they they've had a great season, won uh, won games in a variety of ways. We've seen them come from behind multiple times this year. We've seen them uh, win in in pitchers duels we've seen them win in offensive shootouts uh, it's been a gr- it's been a group that's won in a variety of ways and uh, like you, you know you're just going through those hitting numbers and you see uh, you see players like Sophie and Taryn and Emma who have just had great years at the plate. And then you see somebody like Jaden Mann who comes in as a first-year starter and uh, immediately you know becomes a, becomes a valuable contributor. Uh, it's All these girls are really doing a great job of figuring out if, I, if they found their roles and they know what to do, and uh, it's paid off for them this season. I really like I really like Russell County's chances going into the district tournament, and I think a large part of it goes because of that offense they've had this season. Yeah, and
1: one I failed to mention, Mallie McQuarrie has been called on to, in some big time moments this year to come in. She's hitting two sixty five. <coughs> uh, defensively, Caroline Wells out in center field uh, covers a lot of territory out there. Uh, so she's been uh, defensively this year. Her her batting average is probably not where she wants it to be, uh, but she's able to to cover so much ground out there in the outfield that you've got to uh, really commend her for her defensive play out there as well.
0: Yeah, and uh, Caroline out there in center field um, is kind of doing. Uh, Using an analogy to a different sport. She's like the quarterback of that outfield. Yeah. Um, you know, a veteran player out there who kind of knows what she's doing with some younger players, you know, Addie Davis has played some in right field and, or left field. And then, um, just a, a, They've used a variety of players out there trying to figure out uh, you know, who fits best in the outfield. It's kind of been a little bit of a rotating spot this year trying to figure out uh, who wants to step up and take that role. But uh, Caroline's kind of been a constant out there, and uh, you'd love to have somebody like that, a veteran player out there who can uh, go out and make plays in the outfield and uh, somebody who's done, who's done it for a while and uh, is able to direct traffic out there. So she's done a really good job with that. Like I said, batting hasn't quite been... where uh probably want it to be but you can't you can't discount the role that she plays on defense
1: that's that's absolutely right zach and when you switch and talk about pitching it's just one is one name comes to mind obviously it's taryn reynolds she's pitched 149 innings she started uh 23 of the lakers 24 games uh she given up 185 hits 132 runs uh just walked 35, but she's got 130 strikeouts in those 149 uh, innings pitched. She's 15 and 8 on the season. Does have one save in the uh, the matchup that she did not start. Uh, Kiera Kemp got that uh, start. Uh, Kiera's pitched seven innings on the season, uh, struck out six, uh, but Taryn she's got a 3.71 ERA, and you know they have relied heavily. To be an understatement on <laughs> her this season.
0: Is, that is the understatement of the year, Derek. She has been, she has been the name that has been called upon over and over, and and Taryn got some, uh, you know started some games last year. Uh, of course, uh, Natalie Hart kind of played that role last year for Russell County as a, uh, as kind of the, the lead starter and, and one that was called upon a lot. But Taryn also got some valuable experience pitching last year. And then – so we knew going into the season, she was going to be the one that was going to be called upon frequently this year. And it was, the question was, how is she going to handle that? And I think overall she's handled it really well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And obviously – you know, the, the way that the softball game is played and the pitching, it's different than baseball. It's not as hard on your arm and whatnot. We know all that. But still, to come out and start 23 of 24 games, strike out 130, have an ERA uh, under four, uh, just a terrific year. Terrific year for the senior.
0: Yeah, and and that's a testament. I mean, I mean, even even though it's different than baseball in the way that the arm moves and, and the strain that's put on it, it's still physically taxing. Oh yeah. And, and you can't discount, you know, the mental strength it takes to go out there when you've when you pitch the day before, pitched a full game the day before, and then come out and have to do it again the next day. Um,
1: yeah, maybe sometime come out. And a game following a game that maybe wasn't your best performance. And, and just, to just have to quickly put that one behind you and go you know, go with the flow and, and try and you know, move on and move on to the next game and you know, I think she's done extremely well in that
0: role. Yeah, there, there's been multiple games this year you can look at and point to uh, Terrence pitching as a as a huge role in uh, in a Russell County win. So she's she stepped up and really handled that role well, and uh, you know, I have to commend her because that 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 is a hard job to be able to be the you know the main pitcher that's being relied upon. But like I said, this. This group overall, like I said, we've seen them win in different ways. You know, sometimes it's been, you know, Terrence, you know, really killing it on the mound, and she's got ten or eleven strikeouts and uh, giving up just a one run or something, and you win, you know, maybe in a pitcher's duel, three to one. And then there's been other times where the other team's bats are hot, and uh, Russell County's just came out and matched it and even exceeded it. So uh, this team's just won in a lot of ways. They've really handled the district slate well, and now it's coming out and. Like I said last year, you know, you had an upset loss last year. That's got to be in your mind this year. You cannot take district tournament for granted.
1: Oh, no. Even you you go back to the baseball. Uh, both teams have to come out and take care of business on, on night number one or else everything else you've worked for is gone at that point. You've got to take care of business and, and get that first victory. And you mentioned, Zach, the, the game on Thursday night, the opening round matchup, uh, the championship game, scheduled for for saturday afternoon uh, the 21st i believe
0: yeah saturday afternoon at two o'clock again that's going to be at the caymore softball complex here in russell county so uh russell county fortunate to be hosting both uh both district tournaments this year on different days so plenty of opportunity for people to come out and uh support the uh baseball and softball athletes here in russell county and uh Derek, so we kind of get ready to wrap this up Uh, again, you know, next week, district tournament, uh, baseball district tournament, Monday and Tuesday softball district tournament, Thursday and Saturday, Uh, Russell County coming in as top seed in both. In this four team district, you know, like we said, this is the last year that the four team district in the 16th exists, just got to win one game to win that opening game to get into the region tournament. Now, both teams have their, have their sights set higher. They want to win the district titles, but those first games are utterly important to be able to go ahead and clinch your spot in the region tournament. Yeah,
1: you got to win that one or, you know, you go home. you got to win to move on and, and play another day. So uh, big games coming up uh, for the softball and baseball teams next uh, Monday and Thursday nights for sure.
0: And, of course, we'll have, uh, we'll have those games on air on Laker Country 104.9, so we encourage you to tune in to those. And, uh, Derek, as we wrap up, anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, it's just been a terrific uh, season for both, uh, both these squads, softball and baseball. I anticipate a, a big week next week for both of these teams, and uh, credit to uh, the players and the coaches this year they've put a lot of effort uh, into uh, getting to this point earning those number one seeds now uh, let's go out there and see what happens on the on the field
0: absolutely thanks again for joining us for this episode of laker sports talk make sure you subscribe apple and spotify and until next time i'm zach oaks that's Derek here and we'll see you later